0: how is everyone doing out there tonight out in the wild summer babies up late 9 p.m Ooh, on a thursday look at you scandalous look it's so sexy on the 100th episode of late night cypher with tank and smitty and stacy and unfortunately neither of them are here right now tank is traveling trying to get back as fast as he can, being safe. Same with Stacy. They'll both jump on when they can. But your man, Daniel Black Dan, a.k.a. Jackson Hobbs, a.k.a. Bobby Light, a.k.a. Caramel Seduction, is here for your entertainment pleasures to give you some of the topics that you came here to listen to. Now, listen, I need you guys to share this page a little bit for me, okay, because – I'm trying to transition the unofficial Daniel Smith, Black Dan, at Black Dan on Facebook. And I'm trying to make that my official page for not only the show, but for a lot of other my creative endeavors and some of the other people that are on the show to share their stuff on there as well. And eventually I'm going to be shutting off the Daniel Smith page. And uh, just having that for just really just family and just having it's a low body count there and just really transition. So I don't have this, this mixture of people who aren't getting what they need. I want to give you what, I, what you need and what you want from me. Um, and so I want to separate a little of the two. And so I need you guys to share. You don't have to put nothing fancy or anything like that. That's not what I'm expecting from you. All I'm expecting for you is just a, a simple share, nothing else. Other than that, hope you guys are having a good day. The fort just went by. I know a lot of people were partying, having a great time. I mean, uh, there's some stories that I heard from some people that were just absolutely amazing. And so I'm really excited you guys had a great time. Me, I didn't do so much. Hung out, watched some fireworks locally here in New York City, had some drinks, uh, that type of thing that we normally do. But here we are. And one of the things that we wanted to talk about was the fact that now there's a new trend. And unfortunately, it just keeps getting worse and worse, right? Like, it just, I think it's just shock value for certain people. I really think they come on and they, they just, they want the views, they want the hits, just doing something ridiculous, and I think in some way that makes them feel a part or something. But you have people that are grabbing food now off of shelves, licking in it, spitting in it, defecating in it, um, and putting it back on the shelf. Uh, and I just think it's super disgusting. Um, and I, I just don't understand what the motivation is behind it, right? I think a little bit—I think a little bit of it comes from the fact that we're all you know, like we're yearning for something. We're looking to get out there. We're looking for people to hear our story. We're looking for people to hear our take and what we feel about certain things. And I think ultimately that's why people do what they do because shock value, at the end of the day, is going to get people to come in better than someone else is that's just how it is that's how it operates you know you have a very nice beautiful story about a kid who comes from nothing who gets a degree and is going to harvard and nobody cares but the kid that sells chicken nuggets to a mcdonald's trying to use weed to get those chicken nuggets is going to blow up that is just how life works unfortunately and that's what's going on with these kids that are opening up food containers and licking and spitting and defecating in them. And unfortunately, it's, <clears throat> it's really sad. And so when you're going shopping, you're going to look out. You got to look out for your foods, make sure they're sealed. And uh, Stacy, I know you're just getting in. It looks like you're in workout clothes. So you probably did your <laughs> training camp that you normally do. Uh, how do you feel about that? Because I know that was a topic that you suggested about, you know, these kids, which is probably kids or young adults. I don't really see a 45-year-old dude doing it, but you never know. Um, How do you feel about the situation with these kids messing with food and putting it back on the shelves?
1: Well, it's not the first time that our friend Ariana Grande did some shit like
0: that. Yeah, that dumb bitch. (laughs) I can't stand her. You know, like, she's probably, and I was going to bring that up, and this is, I wasn't even going to bring up the fact that we discussed it before, but I was going to bring it up later in the chat, and the fact that you brought her up, she probably started all this fucking nonsense When she went into that donut shop and licked a donut thinking, like, oh, I'm Ariana Grande. Like, people would just love my fucking germs and saliva all over the food because, you know, I guess touching me is the same as, you know, eating a donut. Because it's not in the eyes of everyone else, and it's just fucking disgusting that you would spit or lick or do anything in someone's food and put it back. But sorry for interrupting. I just got hot thinking about that fucking retard excuse me oh i can't even say wait hold on i can't i gotta retract that you can't say retard anymore i'm going to retract that i'm going to apologize for my retarded uh word that i use and i'm going to say mentally challenged and if anyone has a problem with that let me know stacy go ahead
1: wait we gotta watch what we say now (laughs)
0: <laughs> we, we have to because one day we're going to one day we're going to be important i guess and if that ever happens
1: oh, we're going to look back
0: and say oh my I, gosh this this yeah. black dude said retarded shouldn't he know yeah. shouldn't he know because he's gone through all these challenges in his life shouldn't he realize that people who are mentally challenged go through challenges too and all this stuff that has nothing to do with what i was trying to get a point across about but hey i like to throw it out there just put an x on it right away moving <laughs> I'm just
1: literally trying to see what this person was actually I can't say thinking but to lick an ice cream that doesn't belong to you it's one thing but then to put it back after you licked it like that's just ridiculous like at least fucking buy it or be like look I was being stupid I did this I don't want this back you know I think it would be rude and disrespectful but she just put it like Y'all, y'all my fucking slaves, and y'all gonna eat my spit, bitch. You're like, she was super rude about it. And then you got the gay people, like, you know where their mouth's been? Like, that's fucking crazy. They're fucking, like, drinking mouthwash and spitting it back in there. Um, You have another person, another gay guy licking ice cream. Like, it was just fucked up, dude. Like.
0: Whoa, whoa. You can't get away with that. So it's the gays' fault now that... No, the gay
1: people were doing it, too. Did you not? Oh, I didn't send you the videos, did I? I
0: didn't send you the videos. So what were they doing now?
1: So he was like, I think it was Walmart. He gargled the mouthwash and spit it back in and closed it and put it back and walked away like he was fabulous. That is not fabulous. I don't think the gay community would appreciate that. You know how they are. Like, that doesn't make them look. And, um, another person, I think it was, uh, I think it was another gay guy. They also did the whole, he grabbed a scoop of, of ice cream with his hands. He licked it and he put it back and he ran away. So like, I'm just, I don't know what's going on. I mean, they say it's a trend, but that's super
0: fucked up. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely fucked up. I mean, for sure. I mean, people have done it. I mean, when I was a kid, like the big thing growing up was the people who used to put needles in like the movie theater seats. And oh so, like people, gosh, yeah. What? So, so people had to watch out. Like when you, when you, like literally, got to the movie theaters, they were like, you know, scan your chair very lightly, make sure there's no needles yeah, in your seat.
1: Somebody's like health and shit. See, like I've done crazy shit, but I would never fit in somebody's food or take somebody's toothbrush and put it in the toilet and put it on the sink like nothing ever happened or. I just would never mess with anybody like that. Like, joking and doing shit like that. Yeah, but personal items, like where people go and spend money, where your shit should be safe. Now they have to do this whole thing that's going to cost money where they have to seal all the ice creams, put a lock on it. Yep. Like, you have to go to the supermarket and you don't know what the hell you're buying anymore because you don't know if it's open. Somebody did something to it. Like, that's you shouldn't have to go out and, and be worried about that. That's the least thing you should be worried about.
0: And ultimately, that's really what it hurts. It hurts the consumers at the end of the day because that ice cream that you paid 299 for or 399 for now it's going to be 499 because now they have to bring in machines to seal the specific products because the problem is is you have all these different machines, you have all these different products and you think, oh well, it's just so easy. you just put a seal on it. The problem is you need machines to put seals on it in a certain way. That's why back in the day originally used to be the twist. And then people started doing dumb stuff. So they put the little plastic thing on the lid. So when you twist it off, now you have to peel something off of it. Then they started putting the plastic wrap on the outside. So you had to do the plastic wrap, the bottle cap, and then you also had to peel the seal on the inside to get to whatever you were doing. And now this is just going to be another expense because, to be honest with you, I had a friend that worked for Coca-Cola, and he said the most expensive part of your whole soda is the bottle cap itself. Everything else is super cheap. It's just carbonated water. It's carbonated sugar water with with flavorings, and then the really the expensive part of the soda, what you're paying for is the plastic cap, the plastic bottle, the labeling, the name, because you're paying for the brand as well. And so this is just another excuse for a company to say, okay, now we can raise prices, because you think they're going to scale it out to where they're just going to raise the prices enough to pay for the piece that you know stops people from getting to it? No, of course not, because there's going to be so much <laughs> money that has to be spent that they're going to overcharge you for that product and you know why they're going they're going to be able to do that is because now everybody else is going to have to add those labels and and add certain things to it as well so it's not something like oh well coca-cola is being assholes and you know what what's the problem it's going to be like this is a direct reaction because of the people and people think that shit's disgusting and so now they're going to protect their product and now it's going to cost more for you to buy it because you're an asshole and that's really what it comes down to you
1: know what I was thinking? Now that you said Coca Cola, how do you like Coca Cola? Because would I you don't guys, drink
0: soda unless there's booze in it. If there's no booze in I, it, I don't touch soda I don't know <laughs> at all.
1: That, like, have you had a soda when it's flat? That's what that drink is truly is. You know that, right? right? At
0: its at its element, that's yeah, that's what it is without the carbonation. It's horrible. And it you
1: have a certain amount of time to drink it, and then it's just shit.
0: Yeah. Well, most of the most of the product itself. it's just burned into your memory from you were a little kid and then when you know and then when like fast food and places like that weren't they didn't have the internet oversight for people to dig into their shit so going to mcdonald's when you were a little kid was like a special thing like you were like yo i'm fucking going to mcdonald's this is (laughs) lit you know like that's how people felt about mcdonald's when you were a kid and then you slowly find out like the inner workings behind the company and some of the things they do and blah, blah 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 and all that kind of stuff but, yeah. I mean, you know, that Coke is just burned into your mind. I mean, really, it sucks. To me, it's really sugary. When you take a step back from the drink and you, like, sip it again, it has tons of sugar in it. It's super carbonated. It makes you belch all the time, and it doesn't get you drunk like beer does, you know. <laughs> so it, it's just one of those things where it's just empty, wasted calories, When you can have a piece of cake or a steak or a ham- oh. an extra hamburger. And people Mm -hmm. drink them things like water, like, you know, I I did at one point when I was younger. You know, you go to the fridge, you grab a Coke. You get thirsty again, you grab a Coke. You dig thirsty again, you grab a Coke. And it's like by the time you know it, you just drank drank 1,200, you know, 100 calories worth of Coca-Cola before you've even eaten a meal. You know what I mean? And and these kids are getting hooked
1: on it. It's supposed to be a treat, really. When I was a child, and the only time I was able to have the sodas was for a treat, not, like, how they drink it all the time. But honestly, it's just not even good for you. I don't even think it's good for kids, but here people are doing it, whatever. Everybody has their drug, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, even kids do, I guess. But I just, I find it very, very interesting how people act towards something like that, where, you know, that doesn't mean anything to anyone that people are doing stuff like that, but then something else might catch their attention and then just really blow up. But, I know it's something that we definitely wanted to talk about. So definitely make sure you check your stuff. And there's been a couple of times I've been in the grocery store or I've been, you know, at a store and something that doesn't look right, like you look at the cap, it looks twisted. Know, some people some <laughs> people grab shit, some people grab shit and then like put it in like a random aisle. And if you have a good worker, if it's something that needs to be refrigerated, they're gonna take it in the back and put it in like the expired stuff. But if not, like you can have an asshole that just puts it back. And it could be sitting out for hours on end, and you can get sick from that. So, you know, make sure you're definitely checking your temperatures. Meat, I've been in Costco. I've been in BJ's and, like, grab like, you know, deli type of things where they have, like, three or four different types of sliced meats, like, in a package. And, like, I'm looking at them, and they all look good. Then you look at one, and, like, the coloring looks off and shit, and you're like, everyone is red on the right-hand side of the meats. And then all of a sudden you get just this really brownish purple looking meat but someone's gonna go in there they're gonna grab that fucking package throw it in the cart, rushing eat that shit get sick so you know you and you never know where it goes from there depending on how sick people get you never know man people get sick and they fucking die um that's just how the world works and so be a little bit more cognizant don't be in a rush sometimes when you're going everywhere take a step back and be like, you know what, let me look at the package real quick. I've just heard something on the news. This caramel dude and this, you know, this 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 uh Latino lady here is talking about something. <laughs> I happen to hear them. They were talking a bunch of nonsense, they were smoking weed, they were drinking they, you know, they're they're terrible people, and then all of a sudden you don't listen, and then you eat the tainted meat. And you all know what happens when you eat tainted meat. Get burned. Oh, and so,
1: <laughs> so so
0: be so be careful. And this is a warning from Late Night Cipher. With tanks, Mitty and Stacy. That's all I could say to you. Now let's move on to the next topic, and let's talk about dick size a little bit. Let's just throw it out there. Let's make people uncomfortable. Um, let's get it. You put it out there so nicely. <laughs> let's, let, let's just put it out there because it's a topic that you always hear passed around the internet, especially from females. You see it on the internet as well, where like they're making fun of a dude because his dick ain't big enough, or this or, or he's this or... or yeah, like something or whatever. But it always comes back down to dick size. And so we wanted to ask you. And let's see a little I see there's seven people. There's seven people here watching, seven, eight people. There's only one person commenting. So get in the cipher with us. This is the whole point. Don't be scared. Don't be ashamed. We're not going to make fun of anybody here. We're just going to have good conversation. And we may not always get along. We may not always get our opinions may not always match up but we respect you to come in and speak in the cypher. So jump in the cypher. Just don't watch, but let us know what you think. Ladies out there, guys out there, do you think that size matters? Do you think that it's important? You know, because I know as a guy, you're always thinking about that when you're younger. You know what I mean? Like you're always, especially like I think we were maybe the age, I don't know if it was like that in the 80s and 70s, but I know in like the age that we were growing up, Dudes are definitely worried about that when they're little kids. You know, when they're growing up and stuff, you're like, dude, how do I match up? It's that's how culture does it. Culture sets it up that way. That the females are looking for the big meats. So you gotta have the big meats if, if you want the exclusive girls. And that's how they set it up for men, right? That's always how it is. You gotta either be the cool guy or you're to have the big dick. If you're the cool guy and you have a small dick, it sucks on the back end, but then you can get some stuff in the front end. And it's like, well, you got it anyway, so whatever, right? But then the dudes with the big dicks, they may not get the certain type of girls that they should get, but then on the back end, once the girls, they do get the girls in, then it's like, oh, shit, okay. And then that's when you get to keep them for lifers, you know what I mean? Because they're like, this dude's got a really big dick, and I didn't know it, and now he's mine, you know? So what is it? Because then you have guys that have the big dick, and they don't know how to use it, you know? And then you have the guys who have the big dick, and it's too big and that nobody wants it now you're a freak show now you're dumbo you got the big snout falling out of your pants nobody wants it guys don't want it females don't want it animals don't want it and now you're a freak show and now you have to go and do porn movies and just regular things just to get love and that's a real thing because women also say there's a cap to it like they don't want too much meat they want like big meat but not like extra big meat because They're not into that. So where is it, Stacey? You tell us. Well, first of all,
1: I don't even think that's fair because women also, like, what if she's fucking loose and the only way for her to feel something is to have size, you know? I think that maybe that would make sense because she's so loose. Because women, I heard a lot that if you're tight, then you're good. But if you're loosey-goosey, then loosey-gooseys have to find size. They have to find a long length. They have to feel something so they do go for the bigger sizes but i don't think when you're getting involved with somebody that truly matters a hundred percent like personally for me personality is everything it's never been about size so i wasn't raised that way about size like i did not even know about this whole size thing until i started hanging out with girls and they're like oh my god he has a big one and that's what made him the it guy but super honestly he was like they're usually the ones that are cheating and lying because they have a big dick so they can get all the women and they want to go and swim everywhere. But what if the girl's super loose too? Like, does that count towards the guys wanting to be with women? Like, what if they don't fucking feel your shit? Like, they're just diving in and swimming in your shit. And they don't yeah. Care. Like, that's yeah. not fucking fair. Like, y'all can't be talking about dick sizes. You better make sure you're super tight and as soon as he sticks it in, he's going to bust a nut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>
0: I don't know about all that. I was with you until you <laughs> that said that. True.
1: it's not fair. You got like women can be like all about dick sizes. You better make sure you're super tight. If you ain't be talking shit like that. Like I, I don't feel like that's fair.
0: Right. And in the same token, I think if I'm a female and, and you put it in and you're done, I think that that's not fair either. No, that's
1: not, but like, <laughs> Cause it's not. Because
0: it's like okay, I, I already accept. Because I'm so tight. <laughs> like I already accept the fact that you don't have the largest meats available on the market. So if you don't have the available and you're not like, let's say, cause average is average, right? It's like, whatever. Like, yeah, that was average. That's cool. What is average?
1: I think it's what? Six and a half? Six?
0: No, no. I think no? that, no, huh? I, I think the average, if you look it up, if I'm not mistaken, somebody hit the links for us on the penis sizes. I really, really do think that it's fi- a little over five and a half. I think it's okay, the so
1: average. That's
0: average. Okay. I think I think that's the average because I actually had a conversation with somebody and we were talking about meat sizes and shit. And then like I was like, well, you know, as long as you're not like this size. And then he was like, I'm that size. And then I was like, oh, oh yeah. but nobody
1: should be. Ashamed. I was like, but I didn't
0: mean it like that. You I know, know.
1: It just probably sounded like that. But like nobody should be ashamed. Like. If I had a a five-and-a-half, I'd make it feel like the best five-and-a-half I've ever had. Like, I would just try to do the best that I could with it. And if you don't like it, fuck off. Find yourself a big-ass dick, get super loose, and just fucking fuck yourself.
0: (laughs) And here's the thing, too. And I think Chrissy said five inches is actually the normal size. And I'd be interested to see how that works in America compared to other places because we have so many races that are mixed and like even most of us, right? We're like mixed up and jumbled up together, right? Like you have Irish and black and this and that and blah, 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 and everyone's mixed. I I wonder what the comparison would be between American guys and then just English guys cuz where you would have most of the population be English but like we have so many mixtures here and Julie said oh my god being loose is not even a thing Vaginas always bounce back and that's true because oh, like hell vaginas no, they but, don't. Well not 100 bounce back. not a 100% you deliver but hold that on it does bullshit. it does no. bounce back they it does shit.
1: And their Listen, dudes are fucking lying because they don't want to hurt their fucking feelings.
0: Dude, Maybe babies, that ain't, no. babies come no. out of there, man. Listen,
1: oh, large babies, eight pounders.
0: No, they. I know it doesn't come back hundred percent. Nothing does, no, especially right? Especially
1: women who give birth. They're not as tight as they were. Their man might say they're tight just because they don't want to hurt their feelings. But it does not stay as tight as it was. It might look a bit, maybe like a little bit more normal, but it's mm. not as tight as it was. That's just that's the fucking reality. Maybe if well, let me get... ask
0: you a question.
1: Fuck.
0: I also heard, I heard that sometimes when they tool you up, you get like a new lease on life for some women, because I like I heard some women because like they get split because of the pregnancy, and yes. then they have to sew you back up, and I, they get a new fuck. lease on life. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, like, listen, I don't know. Well, how about this? Doesn't girth matter, too, for a female? Because what if you have like a long meat piece, right? But it's real, real skinny. So you're not really hitting the (laughs) sides. You're poking, you're poking the shit out of this bitch. But she's like, I need some meat on the sides (laughs) to fill out the area that's there. 'Cause you know, them big ass headed babies come through there. <laughs> they're long, but they're girthy too. Babies are wide. You know what I mean? So no. that th- 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 does that matter too? It
1: does. Everything matters, which is why you have to experiment. Like you get two people together, you don't know where the hell they've been, what you're working with. So like God forbid you do have a pencil PP. You just kind of have to stick it in there and see if it works for you. If not, then you could totally go to the sex store and, like, get an attachment and pump it up and make it super fat and super thick. And oh, pump
0: yeah, pump. Yeah.
1: And that just fixes everything. I mean, it's not a permanent fix, but it'll fix, you know, whatever that person needs at the time. Like, there's always something for somebody to do. Like, do you know if you could get um dick surgery and make it permanently bigger and wider or –
0: yeah, they, they have some stuff with that. I mean, I'm pretty sure like not n- normal people really can't do that quite yet. You got to have some money, but you know, I'm pretty sure. Plus the risks too. It's like, dude, if I'm like, listen, if I'm having penis surgery and you're giving me an extra three, four inches now <laughs> we're talking, but if I'm just getting it just to get like an inch up or something like that, like that ain't worth it, dude. Like, you know what I mean? Cause there's so much that can go wrong. It's not like you know, when, you know, it's not like it's a practice science where it's like they've got it locked down. Like, I don't know about that. That would definitely push me off the chain. But, no, it is a real, it, it's a real thing, too. I think it's it's something that people think about all the time. I think that women get it pushed on them through society as, like, oh, you've yeah. got to have a big piece or you're not going to be yeah. satisfied. That's and, the
1: wrong thing.
0: And at the end of the day, if you can't hit it right, and if you can't, here's the thing, too. I think that most women would probably take stamina over size pretty much any day. Like, and now I'm yeah. not talking about, you know, there's some guys out there that are like, oh, I put in, like, three hours worth of work. And I'm like, bro, like, I know your lady is, like, not really feeling that. She's probably icing her pussy. Come on. The perfect like, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean. But I you know. got
0: to have stamina. You can't be a two-minute man. You can't walk in there and drop nut in, like, two minutes and then and then you have like a long junk so it's like that that piece that long meat got you in the door but it's see here's the thing if you got the if here's the thing if you got the large meat right and you knock the door down if that's all you care about then your job is done right so right. now if if that is your main goal then your job is done but what do you what do you say to that? How do you stop these long meat, non caring people from knocking your doors down and being like, "Hey, you got to show me something first before you drop the big meat on me."
1: I mean, is that even a thing nowadays? I mean, first of all, I heard
0: the what big meats.
1: I heard the black community or got the best meat. in <laughs> –
0: Listen, I'm not getting – listen, there's already been enough said today, okay? I already called somebody a retard. I had to retract that so I didn't get yelled at. And I did retract it, go back and check the tape. Um, And so I'm not going to be telling people. And then some people say Native Americans have the biggest junk, but there's only about three of them left in the world. So what are we going to do with that? And you see, now I'm going to have to retract that as well. I understand all of the pain that the Native American community has went through. It was just a joke. I didn't mean anything by it. If I become famous one day, please don't kill me. Uh, James Smith said the world's largest penis is 19 inches, and the girth is insane. It has ruined the guy's life. Well, yeah, because they have those um I forgot what it's called, but you know those dudes like like they have like the big arms and the fingers that get bloated and stuff. It happens with the penis too. Like it's not even like really usable. Like, because there's not enough blood that can be pumped to lift that fucking massive meat up. So that that's the problem, you know what I mean? Like, is, is that the meat is so big, it's like useless meat. So just it just it sits is, there. You know, like, and a
1: lot of women can't handle that. Honestly, it could be a very painful experience. It can cause a lot of problems for the woman. So that honestly can be a problem if it's too big, like... You could literally get really injured and hurt by it. I mean, some can't, but there is some women that can get injured. And it, it could just, you're always in pain and you just don't want to sleep with that person because it's just so big and it's just messing you up.
0: And it's not, and the thing about it is, it's not even like a body thing because there's short females that can take a whole piece of it. Yeah. Money no yes. problem and then there's bigger women that can and then like it's just like for instance people say like oh well shaq is seven three he must have a huge piece of meat that's not true there's yeah. short guys with meats that touch the floor yeah. there's there's <laughs> big there's big guys that have small meats too there's growers and there's showers right yes. you have some people that their meat hangs out and you're like oh their dick is so big and only grows a half an inch when it gets hard and you have dudes that have like a four-incher, and then all of a sudden it grows into a monster. So, <laughs> so you know, you, there's many meats out there for many people. And I think that what we really need to look at is matching up meats and bodies. The only problem is there's no way to find out which meat meets the body until you try it out. And unfortunately men men's body counts don't affect the social world as much as female's body counts if you're a female and you bag thirty bodies you're a hoe you're a piece of shit right If you're yes. a guy and you bodied 30, 30 you put thirty bodies under you, then it's like oh man, he's a ladies' man he's smooth he's blah 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 this out and the third he's smashing ass right that's yeah. what that's what everybody's saying. And it's that's not how we should look at it. But then again, Stacy. before I let you respond, I throw this at you too. Besides rape, besides rape, you people have to allow us people in. So wouldn't your body counts affect your social status more than a male body count? Because unless I rape you, you have to let me in. So you accepted me. Right? You accepted me. Obviously, if you throw yourself at five hundred guys, take away like oh I'm married and all this kind of stuff, blah blah blah, they're gonna smash, right? Yes,
1: but, they do.
0: But with guys, that is not gonna be with females, that is not gonna be the case. They could be like, Oh, I don't like the way you talk to me. I don't like this, I don't like that, I don't like this. Wars and vibe, blah, blah, blah. It's a little bit different. So doesn't your body count affect your social status more because you let us in more than us that we're just kind of taking?
1: Listen, women are so confusing. I don't even understand them.
0: (laughs) I don't understand women. Well, you better speak because I just threw down a fucking doozy of an argument, and I think I'm going to take that to the bank if you don't start talking. But
1: listen, women and men are the same now, so you can't do that because women have... The same amount of sex as guys now. Yeah. We're like the same thing. That's not even fair.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so. You yeah, know, that's true.
1: It's changed a long time ago. Women are doing the same thing as men, sleeping with almost, maybe, or more as the same amount, and everybody's sharing everybody. So I don't even know how that could be fair.
0: So now I throw this on you, back at you. <laughs> is that how come then we get in trouble for it but you guys don't get in trouble for it right because you get the social hit as being a hoe but then we get the hit as always being the ones that always pursue and we're always those types of dudes when there are females that are head hunters and they go and get dudes and they hawkeye and all that shit. Because, because
1: That's the way they were raised and it's more like an image thing like you guys Go get the women you guys always want to have the threesome you guys always want to have the more chicks around So it's naturally that the girls do that. They say oh, you're just one ass which honestly at the end of the day It is true The reason why men come around is because they want ass. the reason they go out is because they want ass. It's very rare that you go out and a guy wants to get to know you and be your bestie—that's not true. And it sucks that it is that way, but since we're raised, you guys are dogs. That's just the way that it is. I'm not saying that you know it's fair, but that's just how it. You guys are labeled. That's all right. it is. And well, it's yeah, unfortunate.
0: Ahead. Oh, hey, buddy.
2: What? What up? Oh, he's there I'm you back, I'm back.
0: I don't know if you were listening to us on on the way up um no
2: but what's what we going were on
0: about meats, we were talking about multiple meats and women taking the meats and a whole bunch of other stuff but what we're talking about now is is how like are the body counts the same between men and female right like a female sleeps with 30 dudes okay and she's a hoe right she's a piece of shit that's what everyone says but a guy (laughs) sleeps a guy sleeps with 30 females and Uh he's a ladies man he's a smooth guy he smashes ass he does all this shit like how does that weigh out like that but then also on the back end women can act more like guys typically are typically act tip Typically. typically, typically 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 act and get a pass but guys who pursue that are dogs so there's like this dual like shame that goes back and forth and so i was just asking her her opinion about it
2: is she answering or am i supposed to answer
0: oh no she answered i was asking you now while she sets up and does what whatever she's doing
2: yeah <laughs> so i i don't know man i guess it depends on context but you're saying compared like a man compared to a female They slept with the same amount of people, right? The man's considered, oh, yeah, he's hitting it. And the woman's considered a whore. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's true.
0: And here's why. And here's why. Before I'm going to throw this on you before you answer again, is because and except for rape, (laughs) the female has to let you in. Now, yes. St- Stacy's yes. Stacy's counter to that is that there's more males. I mean, there's more females that act more like males, so that, that it's a little bit different now. But I still believe that the females are the one with the ultimate key at the very end. There's a few that could just walk in and then the pussy just drops open for them. And they're just <laughs> like, Oh, I'm just sliding in here. But 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 there's but I there's very few of those that at least I know and I've experienced, and usually they have to let you in. So shouldn't the body count count more against the female? Because she's allowing the whole situation to happen, minus rape and minus not wanting to do what you want to do, like that type of shit is different. But it, as far as that, that situation you gotta let me in, you know, because for a guy, you're gonna be like, Yeah, okay, I'm ready. So I think that the yeah. body count I think that the body count on the female is a little bit more it means a little you're bit
1: right. more. You're right. He's
0: yeah, like, I guess I guess I mean, is. but but like what if what if uh,
2: I never looked at it that way <laughs> What if you're
1: a, what, what,
0: The man what, wins. We finally win.
2: <laughs> but what if you're a gay guy? Oh boy. Oh. And you're taking it in the ass. Does okay. that count as much as a woman?
0: Absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Cuz you're let
2: cuz you're letting him in,
0: right? Absolutely. Oh my god. Cuz here's the thing, right? Well, no, no, not really, not really, right? Not really because, well, maybe. Hold on, hold on. I need to know. But if, if you're if there's you're a, a gay, if if
2: if you're if a gay a guy on here, pitching to right. thirty men, are you slinging or are you catching from thirty men? But are if you're you now doing
0: both, then it's null and void. If you're catching, if you're catching dick and you're slinging dick then then you're you're out of the argument then and that's the problem or is there relationships where they keep those traditional roles that you would see in a male female relationship where one pitches and one catches so is that how it works or does it work like that a predominantly amount of the time like i don't know somebody let me know cuz i'm not privy to that information is it I mean, where
2: uh, are no, you guys it, both
0: it, catching is it both catching and receiving for, for for gay guys or is there one person that catches and one that receives and is that not how it all goes?
1: the time not all the time it's different it depends what type of relationship they're in
0: Well that's what I'm saying yeah yeah that's what I'm saying but if you are the person that only receives then yes you would be thrown into the same argument then because then you're allowing that person to to come into you and for unless someone's raping you, it's a completely different story. Like, I pull my dick out, it flops out. It's like, oh yeah, right? But, <laughs> you have, but, but you guys have like, you guys have to allow someone to come into you. Like, no one is entering me. Like, that's a real thing, is it not? That's how I think about it. Like, you are entering me. Like, you're you're going inside my meat, right? You're you're transcending. Like, my meat is out already. So if I'm throwing my meat around, that's different. But you're allowing meat inside of you. That yeah, that's a completely that's so different discussion.
1: True. No, that's true. That is true. You win. Well, there's no winning. Know. There's no
0: win. There's no winning. It's just. I'm just trying to get a, a good conversation out of people, right, a, a general understanding because these are things that I think about, right, especially when you're token up or you're like you're hanging out. And so it, it's a good conversation piece to get people to understand and talk about sex more because people are so scared to comment and talk about sex because they don't want to look dumb. They don't want to look stupid. What are people –
2: because uh, I don't have my laptop. It's over there. I might have to go grab it. But what are people saying on the Facebook page? Is anybody commenting on it? Probably yeah. Back, right? Yeah. What um, are
0: they saying? Um. So we'll we'll go back a little bit, and so as far as let I me go, go grab
2: my laptop. I'll be right back. Hang on one, one second. It's right here.
0: All right. So um, James says Daniel is so true. We can't say shit anymore. Um. Blah blah blah. Speaking of meat, Justin said. Um. And Chrissy said totally unimportant. Best sex I ever had was with a smaller dick dude. He just knew how to hit it right. So th- there you go. So, so and, and, and really that what it, that's already? really what it comes down to at the end of the day. It's a little bit of a mixture, right? Like if you're an average dude, then you're probably good. And so if you hit it right, you're good to go. If you're below average, someone who can receive a little bit more, even though you're hitting it right, they may not be able to feel it the same way, right? So I think the key is to then at that point, find someone who can receive a little bit less then they could feel you more and then really take advantage of the technique that you're bringing to the table as an, a below average penis dude but i think everyone who's average should be able to hit all the markers for most people and then you have some of those those earth suckers who want those big extra meats the extra large meats to hit it and then you have people who honestly just because people have a lot of sex doesn't mean that they really know how to really understand themselves and so they look for larger meats, and they constantly look for larger meats. What they really need is someone to meet the the meat that's inside their chest, and that's their heart, and they just Aww, need, to need some love. And and I, so and I think sweet. that a combination of that and some, some average meat with some good technique would take care of everything. So young ladies, stop looking for the, the big, big meats, and the guys who have the extra large, large meats, Nobody wants you go straight into porn and into the you know the crazy shows and stuff like that, start getting paid on the internet. You know, I, And then if you're below average, I, find someone who can take thing. the shorter meets, man.
2: I heard this saying from a man who was like eighty years old. Um and I was like twenty, early twenties. He said, Well, you know what they say, long and thin goes way in, short and stout, makes her shout.
0: <laughs> That's what he told me. I never forgot that. Never, well, we are talking about girth. That. We talked about girth, making sure you hit all the sides, right? Because you got to be able to get in there. But again, it comes down to, is that, what? what is that, what is that wait, vagina? Wait, the vagina is separate than the woman, wait, technically, right? Wait,
1: wait, wait, hello, hello. So you guys keep talking about dicks. So you guys don't care if a girl's tight or loose at all? That doesn't matter to you?
2: Well, you don't want to be throwing a hot dog down a hallway, you know? Ah. I mean, there's got to there's be some friction there. I mean, come on. <laughs>
1: like you guys I mean, I think if you, like, oh, if, you I meat, if
2: you have
0: enough meats, if you have enough meats, then that shouldn't be too bad of an issue. Then if she's banging the extra large meats, then it's like, all right, it is what it is at that point. But, I mean, how many times are you having sex with someone where you're not fitting in there? I mean, I don't know, I, that's not really been an issue for me. I feel like I fit everywhere I've needed to be, where it wasn't like, <laughs> I, like, like I'm poking in there, and then there's room for me to create pathways on the side for them to go through. So I don't really like. I, it's a funny joke, right? But I don't know how many people really experience that. I mean, I guess if you have a small meet and you're entering a wide, experienced cavern, you can, you can, I you can have some you can have some problems, I guess. Right. And I think the problem too is right. Cause I heard about this. The problem is too, is it hitting it from the front or behind that if you have smaller meats, you can't reach or something. So, <laughs> um, and to me, if you, if you're hitting it from behind and you don't have the meats to reach, then, then you guys shouldn't meet and you should go, right, you know because that's the be- that's the best position of all right is behind I yeah. think that's the that's the animalistic position you see most animals have sex in this position, and a woman could deny it, but the two top best positions normally are from behind. And when she's on top, and most of the time when it's she's on top is because she likes the power and the control of being on top and being able to control the situation. And that is a real fucking thing. And it adds to the whole emotional level of being able to get off. But the real raw power daddy comes from the uh, the behind position. And everybody knows that. So, you know, it is what it is. There's lots of meats out there. We've discussed them all. We've talked about caverns and spaces and vaginas and penises and everything. And I hope that you guys learned something. I know we all did. And, you know, (laughs) people really have to stop being so crunched up about talking about sexual topics because we're so sexual as people and we applaud everyone for being themselves and being sexual until we have to actually talk about it and think about it and do stuff. And I think that's why people feel awkward growing up is because we don't talk about it as adults. I think if we talked about it as adults then younger people would actually be able to get correct information and then and then be able to not feel so timid and uninformed when they start beginning their natural sexual conquests as young adults. And that's the problem, right? How many parents that you have that like, I never had to talk about sex. I had to learn everything on my own. I mean, I had to learn everything on my own. I don't know about you guys. Everyone, yeah, and, and some people have some disastrous stories when you don't know what's going on and people can get taken advantage of. And these are all things because adults are too scared to talk about real-life adult stuff with their kids, even though within a short period of time they become adults very quickly. And so you have to be able to have these conversations as adults, listen, talk, have fun with it, and not be so rigid. And I guarantee your kids will grow up and not be so damn fucking awkward all the time. But. Listen, guys, you're gonna to have to pick it up when I'm silent, yeah. okay? <laughs> no, it, it sounded like the audio cut out.
2: Yeah, because um, I cut it, out.
0: Because I cut
2: not, out. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, I think over time it's gonna get better because I remember I didn't get talked to as a kid about that. I did. I when well, when was this? In I can't remember what grade I was in, but I went to a, I did, I had a sex ed course, and um. I remember I got, I remember I got a uh, 100% on the test and this guy, <laughs> guy, goes, you're a pervert. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, what the hell are you talking about? Like, it's easy. You know, we had to, we had to like label all the parts. You know, there was like a little diagram and I got a hundred percent and he said I was a pervert. Whatever. Oh man, my God. But, <laughs> but I, I did that in school. I did a sex ed class in school, but I never talked to my parents about it. But you know, I have daughters and, uh, my oldest is 15. She'll be 16 in November. So, you know,
1: that, that's her.
2: My wife kind of, you know, has talked about it with her. And it's a little, I'm not going to lie, it is a little weird when I talk to her about that stuff. But you, gotta, <laughs> you have to, you have to. I mean, but you
1: do, you do. You, have you definitely to. It,
2: do. I think it's weird because I didn't have that talk growing up. So it's just different. So, you know, we talk a little bit about it with the first child, and then when the next one gets of age, I think it gets a little bit easier, easier, and then they'll have an easier time with their kids, and yeah. then we'll have some sex-educated people out there, and they're not perverts just because they're educated, okay? So let's <laughs>
0: Absolutely. And to clear it up with Julie, because Julie was saying she was saying, so you guys are saying body count only matters to the person who's receiving the dick. No, absolutely not. That's not what I was saying at all. I hope that we got that across. What I was saying is we were doing a comparison of does which body count matters more, right? Because we have this social thing that we're talking about where for females, body counts matter so much, but for guys, it really doesn't matter. But then we broke it down to where like, well, maybe it should matter more because you're but taking rape and stuff that you don't want to do out of the equation. You were the one that receives. You were allowed and, the situation and yeah. to happen.
2: And let's be clear, we're just, we're thinking out loud here. We're not right, saying, absolutely. oh, it should matter. We're just right. saying, well, what, what if? We're just yeah, you, know, we're you gotta ideas. have those conversations. We're, we're exchanging ideas back and forth, you know. Talk
0: Absolutely. That, I mean, that's that's what you have to do. You mean you have to have an open cipher of conversation. You have to breach the conversations that no one wants to talk about. Because we all think about them. We all have those conversations backdoors with our girlfriends, with our dudes, all that type of stuff. And like, you know, we just don't bring it out to the forefront because there's always this like overview of how people are going to perceive us. Because that's what it's really about, right? It's not the information, because if we wanted to talk about this and and think that it's, like, something that can help people or it's good information, we would all go out and say it at all times and be like, you should do this and you should do that and you shouldn't accept this and you shouldn't accept that and fuck that guy and fuck this girl and all this kind of shit and bigger pieces of shit and all this stuff, but we don't say it we don't say because there's a overview of how someone's supposed to act an etiquette a social etiquette of what we're supposed to act like even though behind closed doors we're jerking off in front of the computer you know we're cheating on our wives you know we're we're sleeping with the the, the dude across the street you know we're fucking the lawn animal the lawn uh, animal outside well, on the, the road, lawn you know? animal you know like, like there's all these people have all these weird fetishes behind closed doors people do all this weird shit people do all this heinous shit people just do normal That's... stuff and they watch porn and with she's her. She's over you know, there playing with a duck. Other. I don't know what's going she's on. She's over there here. playing with a duck. And, you know, and these are who we are. These are who we are behind closed doors. And we hide it from everyone else and act like we're all so normal. And we're so civil. And then really, all we want is to have fun, live our lives and be yeah. healthy, just like everyone else. And, and, and we create all these little patterns and these things to kind of keep people smothered. And it's like, you know what, you know what? talk about it if it's something you're passionate about talk about it if you think it can help another person talk about it. If you think it's a fun, exciting topic, talk about it. And if someone doesn't like you and someone doesn't judge and someone judges you because of it, well, then that's not someone you want in your inner circle anyways, and they can kick rocks and you keep it moving forward. Because for every 10, 20 people that agree with you, there's always going to be one or two people that think you're the worst person that ever existed, that your comment, you makes you a piece of shit. And there's nothing you could do about it anyway. So keep doing you, keep being you and keep moving forward. Um, Let's move on to the next topic, though, because we've been spending a lot of time on the meats. And I I don't want this whole episode to be just about the meats. Exactly. So so we talked about a little bit before, if you're just checking in. And, guys, please, the best thing that you could do for the show is share it if you share it live it connects us with viewers um when they see it afterwards that's great and i'll take those too but if you can share it right now if you're watching you're communicating you know us we're your friends we're your family members we're your girlfriends we're your boyfriends we're your wives we're whoever we we are in this community to you and please share it because we're trying to come on the up and and do some good things and this is the way to do it Again, my degree is in this. My career is in this. Stacy's is trying to make moves and trying to do things. Me and Tom is trying to build a brewery together. Tom's a painter. He's trying to get his stuff known. We're all in this community of artists, and the only way we get that known is by you sharing it. And if you're checking in tonight, you got to care about us a little bit or at least like what we do. So go ahead and share it. Julie, thank you for the share. I really appreciate it. And that's how you keep it moving. That's how you make underground stuff pop a little bit more. And so thank you so much. I appreciate that. And if you can can't. can check us out live we also have an audio version of the show we're on iTunes we're on Spotify just type in Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty and you'll be able to find us we're on Google Play we're on most major outlets as far as the podcasts are concerned so Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty and you can catch most of our videos here on the unofficial Daniel Smith that's at Black Dan on Facebook that's BLK D-A-N, at Black Dan on Facebook. Um, With that being said, let's talk a little bit about white people being charged more. I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but there was an event that happened, Afro Futures uh, Fest, which had its customers be paid a a little bit differently. So apparently um, it was race-based pricing after charging white customers $20 and people of color only $10, they said our ticket structure was built to ensure the most marginalized communities, people of color, are provided with an equitable chance at enjoying events in their own community, which was Black Detroit. This brings up two different kind of things here because you could say they're putting on an event in an impoverished community So they're trying to allow the people that are in the community to have a chance to be an event. Because often when they have these fests at certain communities, they get flooded with people with money and the people who don't have money don't get to see these things. And when you're a growing child, when you're someone who doesn't have a lot of things to look forward to, these things can be life changes for people, not just another event. So that's how they're painting it. But then you have another side where... If this was done on the other other foot and say, oh, well, white, white customers get a cheaper rate and black customers have to pay more, it would be a huge scandal. It would be all over CNN. It would be all over the news. And there is a little bit here that we need to talk about and say this isn't right. I understand their concept in trying to get the people in the community to be able to go to the shows. If that's the case, do giveaways. Do something else, but you don't charge white people more money to get into an event just because they're white. And here's the thing, not all white people have money. So you have white people that are poor too, and then how are they supposed to feel? Like, oh, I guess I'm white, I'm just supposed to have money? I know so many white people that grew up without money. Most of my white friends did not grow up with money. And so I don't understand how this is really a thing that is not being talked about more. It's insane
2: I think I think it uh I think it will increase the amount of racism because then then the, the white people are gonna be like oh the black people get a bit, you know they get better treatment because they don't have to pay as much and then then that creates hatred between the two so I, I'm with you on that I don't agree with it it should be at one price race race should never matter right, right? because that in itself is racism and, and I think a lot of times people don't think of the long term effect of some of these things. It, it, you know, it might be good for short term or to get people in. But why not why not reduce the ticket prices overall instead of you know it, reducing it for one you know one group of people. You know, if, it, if it's about getting people in there, reduce everyone's price. You know, right. Like, what were the prices of the tickets? Does it say any of that at well, all? Well, the they article?
0: charged they charge $20 to white people and $10 <laughs> to black folks. So charge um, 15, everybody. Right. right. And meet that's halfway what I'm in the middle. Yeah. But yeah, they're that's, trying crazy. to say, they're trying to say though, that they wanted to get the people cause where the event was being held was in a community where people really don't have money. So they're trying to paint it at, and I know what they're trying to do, but it's like almost too progressive, right? It's like it's like almost outdoing yourself You're like we're going to help these people in this community by charging them 10 bucks and then like the rich white people that come in who always take advantage of these neighborhoods and put their bakeries and their breweries right in the middle of their neighborhood but don't care about the neighborhood we're going to charge them a little bit more i get what they're saying because that's what happens in the a lot of these communities you have people that come in they get bakeries they get breweries they get restaurants started but the rest of the neighborhood is shit and they don't put anything back into the neighborhood and they just rip from the the cheap rent that they get by having a property in a really bad area in town. But that's not how you do it because not all white people are rich and not all white people have money. So you're you're really painting a very terrible racist picture of white people because, again, I know so many white people that grew up poor that if I was – 100% 100% white I would sit there and, and I didn't have money I'd be like this isn't right so not only do I not benefit then the rich white guy gains over me again because isn't that a thing too the rich white guy and the poor white guy so now the rich now the rich white guy gets over me again and so now you get into the point where you get like how Tom was talking about where you you start thinking you know what Fuck everyone and fuck this community because they're pieces of shit for doing that. And so you get more people hating causes that might help things because you approached it with this racist mentality of what white people are, are, are normally are, I guess, rich people.
2: But why not, why not um, give reduced ticket prices to people that live in that neighborhood right. with proof of ID, right? Yep. It doesn't matter if you're black or white. If you live in this neighborhood, you know, we want you out here. Then you can pay ten dollars. If you're not from this neighborhood, you could pay twenty. But even then, you're still gonna have people upset. You know, oh well, I gotta, I gotta live in this shit town to get it. You know, well, well you know, you can't please everybody. But right. you should never, you should never make a race
0: part of the equation. That's just asking for trouble. Stacy, what do you think about the whole situation?
1: I just can't believe this is a t- situation. Like, did they actually? These white people went in there and ended up paying twenty dollars and got yeah. in, and, and they didn't care.
0: I I I believe they didn't know until after the event really got started, if I'm not mistaken, because they posted it it on the site.
1: Okay, because I was gonna say, how the hell you know everybody else is paying 15 and you're paying 20 and this doesn't look like kind of silly to you?
0: This is how modern they were being. They posted it as when you went into, you know how you pull up like Ticketmaster and you have to click on how many tickets you want and all that kind (laughs) of stuff. It says early bird pack ticket so early bird person of color ticket ten dollars plus the two dollars and twenty four dollar fee early bird non-poc ticket twenty dollars this is what i'm saying is that sometimes being liberal and going too liberal you know you know the movie when they said i'm going to say this again but someone quoted us in the movie you never want to go full retard you remember yes. that, like that scene? You never want to mm-hmm. go too full liberal. So and you never want to go too full conservative because this is the type of bullshit you wind up getting at the end of it.
2: So it's persons of color, right, POC? Right. So what's the definition of that? Can it not be, you know, what if I show up sunburned and I'm red? Huh? I'm a person of oh. color.
0: I oh, yeah. Half price, right, you know? Why, hey. Listen, why are you going against me here? My red skins, I want to be deserving. All these people out here are tanned from the sun and you're just going to deny us because of, yeah. because of the, yeah. you know, it could get, but that's really, people laugh and they say, well, you're being ridiculous. And then something like this happens. Right. Yes, and then you're and like, you and then you're like, and, and, and that's why people say it gets ridiculous. And like, you know, when you keep someone like Ben Shapiro or just, uh, or Jordan Peterson from going to speak at a college, because you think that their views are anti-liberal or they're too far right. That's how people grow. Sometimes you go to these events and you see these speakers and it reaffirms your ideas and you go, this is why I believe what I believe because of guys like this. And now I see it in the flesh and now I'm more pumped up. And then a lot of times you go there and you go, you know what? This guy isn't that bad. He makes a lot of sense. I don't agree with a lot of his views, but he does say some things And if you're a fair person, most people do, you know, except for the complete blockheads, most people do make an average point. You know, it may not agree with yours, but, you know, you could see how someone else would think like that. And we're eliminating that from our college students and out of our society. And a lot of these college students, these young college students that are in our society, go on and they host events and they manage businesses and they work in corporations. And then they go ahead and impart what they feel on their workforce, like what most people do. But this is what we're getting. We're getting shit like this where people think they're doing the right thing. And it's completely fucking bananas. Joey bananas. It's out of fucking (laughs) control. Because if this was the other way around and there was a white – there was an event in a predominantly white neighborhood – and they were holding an event and they charged people of color more money than white people holding the event, it would be, I mean, the biggest story you would hear, especially if it was like a huge event or whatever, it wasn't like some, you know, some, some crazy racist barbecue. And they were just like, Hey, they aren't allowed here. You know, like (laughs) if if it was like an actual event, people would lose their mind. And it's these double standards that make, when real stuff comes along, harder to project to other people. Cause they're thinking, Oh, it's like a like the the cry wolf thing. It's like, oh, here's another story. But it's like, no, man, this is a real story. And they're like, Yeah, I bet. It's probably just another liberal just pushing it too far. You know, like and, and that's what people get because you have stories and you have events and people doing things like this that when the real things happen, they're not listening because they're so tuned out from all the fucking bullshit. But they go about it a different way
2: in the rich towns. They just make the ticket so fucking expensive, nobody can afford it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> and so, unless you're hey,
2: rich. They they solve that problem, you know? Yep.
0: Hey, that's how yep. it goes. And, it, and then it's like, you know, you ain't rich. And it's like, damn, you right, I'm not rich. I'm, I'm gonna not- take my <laughs> ass down to the local bar and have some fun. But you know, and that's, that's, that's poor stuff, right? I love going into a, a local bar and changing the whole fucking music scene in the bar. Like, like, they'll be listening to whatever they're listening to. I'll come in there and start playing Poison the Well and fucking Thrice and Thursday and shit. Change the whole fucking scene in the bar. That's poor people shit. That's about as much effect as I'm going to have on the world. You know, like that type of stuff, you know. But there's people out there that are – that you're right. That's how you box people out. You're like, you know what? Race is a big issue. Okay, we're just going to charge this amount of money. Only the rich people will come. It will probably be a small event and it will be better and we can spread shit out – you know, uh, more resources out better. Anyways, problem solved. <laughs> Fuck all of you people. So. Get them out. Um, of what, else, what else do we got on the ticket here for, for you guys? Oh, we had the Trump military parade that, uh, that wiped out a terrorist fund. And I had it, and I had a conversation, uh, with somebody too. And they were like, well, it's not like any other president hasn't done stuff like this before. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. But so that does that mean we shouldn't talk about it or we shouldn't call someone out because another president did do, did it before? And that's no. the problem that I have with most Trump fans is that every time you mention something that he's done wrong, you're like, "Bro, this is terrible, right?" And they're just like, "Oh, well, Obama did it or like this president did it and no one said anything." It's like, "Dude, is that how like you live your life? Like that's like little children's school argument type stuff." Well, he did it, so Like it doesn't even matter then, you know what I mean? And you're like, you're looking at this kid like, dude, you're fucking dumb. Like, of course it matters. (laughs) It doesn't matter if Bobby did it, Susie did it too. So she deserves just as much scorn as blame as Bobby did. Now just because Bobby didn't get it doesn't mean we just fucking throw the rules up in the air now, children, do we now? No, that's not how it's done. You go fucking you punish Susie, and then fucking if you can go back and get Bobby, you go fucking back and get Bobby too. But sometimes you can't do that. And so then Susie becomes the example. And that's just life sometimes, right? Maybe there's some things that Obama did that Trump got away with. But I know for damn well if a fucking black man cheated on his wife with a stripper, it would be a fucking huge thing in a white community. Definitely. They got mad because he wore a tan suit. So that wouldn't matter. Grab him by the pussy. Imagine a black man talking about women like that. The type of stuff that comes out, all the stereotypes in the past about how black women would mess with white women and all that stuff, you tell me that wouldn't resurface? It definitely did because we saw all the other stuff resurface. But Trump gets away with that. He gets away with nearly anything he says. There's stuff that he says that even George Bush couldn't get away with. So every president has their thing where, like, they get away with something that the other president didn't it doesn't mean we can't call them out for it. That's fucking bullshit. Clinton got away with some shit, right? A lot of shit. <laughs> Woo.
2: Yeah, that was insane. But yeah, if that was, if that was, uh, I think for sure you could say that if it was a black president, it probably would have went worse, I think. Absolutely. I think you're right about that. And uh, you can say whatever you want, but I think that's true. Should should it be? No, because race shouldn't really matter. But it, it would be definitely attacked for sure. If if Clinton was black and, and that happened in the Oval Office, come on man, what do you think would have happened?
0: You know? dude, the Christians, the Christians, Christian people, dude. I at the time that <clears throat> at the time that George Bush and George and uh, what's his name? So sorry, George Bush and John Kerry were going against each other in the presidential election. I was heavily in the church at that time. And there was people that weren't voting for John Kerry, not because of his politics, but because simply he kind of flip-flopped a little bit on abortion or because he thought stem cell research was important. And they're like, no, we're Christians and we can't have this and blah, 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 and you're playing God and this, that, and the third. And meanwhile, you have this one dude saying and acting however he wants, disrespecting nearly everything in the Bible that would be a person of leadership. And yet he gets a pass by the complete right conservative community. You know why? Because people don't care about the things that are actually happening anymore. They just want to be on a side, a winning side. They want to say, my side won. That's my guy. And anyone that says anything underneath it doesn't matter because I voted for him. And I can't be wrong, right? That's really what it comes down to. We're narcissists. We can't be wrong. We voted for this guy. Look at all the good things he did. That's what I hear from people. Look at all the good things Trump did. Look at all the good things Obama did. And then you look back and you're like, damn, Obama did some fucked up shit with those drones. And you're like, oh, my God. Trump really didn't accomplish nearly anything he talked about in his campaign. And it's like nobody cares about any of that stuff. They just care who the winning guy is. And then when the Democrats get their guy in, it's going to be insane, because it's going to be blowback from all these years that Trump was in, and this country (laughs) is going to be way more at the throat as far as left and right. It's just, it's insane, bro. It's absolutely insane.
2: Well, maybe this is like, you know, history repeating itself, and maybe this is why civilizations fail, you know? They get too far divided, and um, it collapses from within. Right. You got to be united. I mean, it takes a it takes a national tragedy for people to be nice to each other. You know, yeah.
0: And the last big one.
2: The last big one was 9-11. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, everyone loves each other. Right.
1: Everybody's loving each other. Yeah. That's sad. That's
2: sad. It is pretty sad. But that's just kind of the way it goes, man. You know, but all all great civilizations fail and you cannot be on top forever. Because there's always somebody hungrier working their way up. So we'll see what happens, man.
0: Absolutely. It'll be an interesting,
2: interesting election this year.
0: Well, yeah, it's going to be interesting because, honestly, I think Trump is going to win just because most presidents do eight years. That's just the way the trend has kind of been going. And so, <laughs> I, so I really think that he's going to get in. And I think the candidates are strong enough because I think that the people that voted for Trump are those mostly those same people are going to vote for him again. Just the way that it's worked in politics, it seems like with each new candidate that comes along, their fan base gets stronger and more intense. You know, I felt like Obama's fan base was a lot bigger than George Bush as far as like the cohesiveness is like, we believe in this guy. And then I feel like Trump is way ahead of Obama as far as we believe in this guy. So I think what it's going to have to take is the Republicans getting pushed out Uh, which would be trump on its own and then they are going to have to come up with a new candidate to capture the people which isn't always guaranteed and so that's where the democrats can maybe get in but i don't see them winning this election right now with the people that they have i think bernie's best shot at being president was last time and i think this time people are just kind of over it and they're not really feeling it in the same way joe biden touches everyone the harris lady just uh, i she's just uh, all over the place um with some of the things that she says And I honestly think it's just going to be Trump for another four years. So we're going to have to find a uh, way to get along. What what about (laughs) Tulsi Gabbard?
2: Tulsi Gabbard seemed, um, you know, she's been on Joe Rogan's podcast twice. She seems pretty competent, pretty intelligent. Um, She's a Democrat. She's from Hawaii. She was a veteran. She's got a lot of good stuff to say, actually. Um, So I don't know if nobody's really hearing much about her, but um, she's been on Joe Rogan twice. So she's making the right moves to get on the, like – one of the biggest platforms to put herself out there, but I don't hear anybody saying anything about her. Have you? I've never Have even either? heard
1: about her. <laughs> yeah. See, so they're
2: they're not they're not doing a great job of putting themselves out there. They're they're trying. She's making attempts, but um, we'll see. But I think I think from what I understand about politics, she's probably got the best chance. Um, and and she's not just like super far left either. She seems very reasonable and very open to discussion, which is okay. not typical, not something you normally see in politics today. So just keep keep an eye on her and see, um, you know, that that may be their best option, but I don't think a lot of people know about her.
0: I still think people aren't ready for a woman president yet. I like don't I, think like that's I, a
1: good idea.
0: <laughs> well, no, I, no, I mean, I uh,
2: the man it's... The men didn't yeah. say it. The woman said it. We didn't say it. We
0: didn't say it. We didn't say it. Yeah, no, that's but. That's not
1: a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea. They would be, uh, that, that's fucked up. They'll be so bipolar. And when they get on their period, they're not going to think clearly and they're going to make the wrong, I don't know. Ooh, I don't...
0: Those no. are strong statements. I'm high. I didn't, well, I didn't say anything and I'm pretty sure there's a <laughs> bunch of females that are going to kill you now if we ever get popular. So. what <laughs> oh, you...
1: they do anyway. <laughs> 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 get along with each other bitch come at me bitch come
0: at me <laughs> but no i i mean i just don't think that you know i look at stuff like even megan um rapinoe or Rapino, however people say it um for the the woman's soccer thing like i mean you should just see some of the stuff that people say about her you know and like how she's like looks like a dyke and does this and blah blah and i'm like dude so what she's you know lesbian and she so has she's purple hair a good job on- game Dude, she's one of the best players on the US team and they just won, won a gold medal and she won don't MVP, don't MVP of the whole of the whole World Cup like for America and it's like you know people are like I know somebody who is a Trump fan who is a female who is lesbian and is like wouldn't even root for the American team because Megan rapino kneeled when Colin Kaepernick kneeled and she's an outspoken lesbian female athlete business mover she does so many things for female rights and that didn't matter to her at all because she kneeled and because trump and her voting base is associated with that that was enough for her to turn off all those other things she does including her support because she's a lesbian megan Rapino, including her support because she's lesbian too so you would rather turn on how you feel as a person, how you, the rights that, like that side is trying to take away your rights and you are siding with them because you're that big of a Trump fan. And that's why I'm trying to get to people. There's people that are voting for him that it does, it's not an evil thing. It's just, they believe one thing. Other people believe another, but they are literally trying to stop you From being a progressive, like lesbian type of person, the laws are stopping you from acquiring and doing different things that you want to do in your life. And you're going with that instead of a person who's pushing your causes forward because she is in a popular eye where people could see her and she's taking advantage of it. And people say, why do athletes do that all the time? Why do they always have to get political? Because they realize they have a center stage. They realize that there's eyes on them. And so they have an opportunity to get that message, to get their voice out there. And they they may not change you, but they may change 100 people out there who think differently. And those people change other people. And that's how change gets started. You know, and so it blows my mind how much people – how politics are now – speak for religion, speak for family and friends, speak for facts that are out there. It doesn't matter what you throw at somebody if they voted for someone, they are sticking by them and that is a fucking scary thought. It really hmm. really is. And that's just yeah, my opinion you, on it.
2: Yeah, you got to you got to be educated and like you really got to look at what what the person is representing, not 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 like Not what party they're representing, but what ideas, what's what's what are they going to do for the country in the future that's going to benefit the majority of the people? Um, That's that's really what you got to look for. But it's hard. It's hard to stay educated. I mean, I don't have enough time to stay educated with politics. Your life would be consumed with the amount of information. (laughs) I mean, you you can't work a full time job. You couldn't have any. You couldn't even have a relationship. I don't think if you want to sit there all day and research everything that's going on. You know, in DC, and you just, you, it's, it's very hard. Um, that's why I think you know a lot of, a lot of politicians focus on points and, uh, like, like we've talked about before, they focus on the swing states, right? There's certain right. states that are like always going to be Democrat. There's certain states that are always going to be Republican. But you, you spent, I think 95% of, of uh, campaign funding is spent in the swing states for that reason, right? And that's what you have to win to be successful. So it doesn't really matter what you're going to do, it's what message can you send them to get their vote. Right. So that you can get the majority of the swing states. That's really where it's at. But
0: Yeah, and you want it you want that message to go out there and hit those people so they put pressure on those people who are making those electoral votes to vote a certain way because, you know, if not they're going to want to try to get you out of there. And so It really, really is important, and it's really ass-backwards because we don't really need an electoral vote anymore. It's confusing to people. It's hard to understand. It's already brutal enough trying to get to know the platform of all these different candidates and what they do. And a lot of people just go, oh, I've always voted Republican. My dad voted Republican. My mom voted Democrat. And they kind of just fall in line with those views. And I just tell people all the time, do not just vote down party line. Take one candidate when it gets election time, you don't have to be a political souvant. When you get out there, when it's election time, it's about two, three weeks away. Pick one candidate. Spend a day on them. You have time. You're sitting on the toilet taking a shit. I know how people are. You look around. Everyone's on their phone. Get off Instagram. Get off Facebook for five minutes. Check out one candidate a day. Look at some of their stuff. And start writing down some of the people that you kind of align with. You. Not someone else. Not your husband. Not your wife. Not your dog, not your kids, not your neighborhood, not your town. What you feel is the best. Start writing some names down. So then when you show up on election day, you're not just showing up and just going, oh, Republican down the line. Because I think that's negligent as a voter. Even if you're a Republican, there might be a Democrat out there that falls in line with more things than you think. And you might want to vote for them because they might push your values, not your party. And that's very smart. You need to think about that. So show up prepared. Take 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day, look at somebody, get to know what some of their views and what they think. So when you show up, you might say, oh, I don't like this guy, even though he's a Republican and I vote Republican. I'll go the Democrat this time. And you're not clashing. What you're doing is you're truly voting. And eventually, if people really did that, you would find that things would fall a little bit more in the middle than you think. And then we can really get parties that represent that and not just create the polarization on the left and the right that you see today, you know.
2: But, but you also have people that are afraid to vote for fear that they'll be
0: outcasted,
2: right? You know, because yeah. if you're – if and it's not – it's both sides. If you're a Democrat and you, you know, start to like something a Republican says, well, you're no longer part of the party. Get the hell out of here. Vice versa. Same deal. It goes both ways. Oh, absolutely.
0: Um, so absolutely. so
2: there's there's that fear, too, of, you know and, – and it's also, like, I don't know, like, it's a um, – I don't know if it's an ego thing, but it's like, I've identified a certain way my whole life, so I'm going to continue to do that. But people can change their ideas. You can change. You, you don't have to tell anyone who you vote for. It's nobody's fucking business, right? Mm-hmm. right. So, yeah, yeah, I voted. Who'd you vote for? None of your business. What do you mean? Right, I yeah. voted for who I think is the best candidate to run whatever whatever the position is in office. That's it. I mean, you don't have to answer to anybody. You know, Just remember that, too. You, ha- you can have your own thoughts and your own ideas, and just because someone disagrees with it doesn't make you less of a person. But actually look at it in a thoughtful way and educate yourself,
0: and that's all that matters, right?
1: Yep, exactly.
0: And get that mental right, man. Don't think that the, the only thing that matters is a winning horse in the race. What matters is putting what you believe in out there. And then there's probably a lot more people that believe like you than you think. And so by going out there and voting, it gives people weight because what people don't understand is even things as simple as the debate is put on privately. And so they know that the left and the right candidates are the ones that are going to be the big ticket draws. So they invite those people in. But there's a ton of other people that are uh, that are going for president that aren't invited to these public debates. And that is the main hub where most they Americans get – yeah they should or at least should there be should it. be a leader amongst the the that herd that is able to speak that is garnering enough so they eventually forced it to where you have to have 15% of the vote To be able to speak on the stage with everyone else and so until that happens you're not going to be able to see these candidates on a large scale because those people need to debate alongside bernie sanders alongside donald trump to be able to have people see oh man that person's really cool if that person that you saw in joe rogan that female that you're talking about if she never gets to get on stage and talk next to all these people she's never going to get enough vote for anything but the only way you can get those people there is by voting. And it's like building a community, right? Not everything starts in a day. You have to put time and effort into it. So. You know, last voting cycle, I think it was the biggest third party election because a lot of people didn't want to vote for Trump. A lot of people didn't want to vote for Hillary. And so a lot of people did go third party. You need to see that. I'm not seeing that push like I saw the last time. You need to have that push again, and then the results will come out better this time, and then the results will come out better next time. And then eventually you get it because it keeps getting better and better. You have more people going into that. For their career instead of looking to go into lefty and righty politics. And then you get a candidate that captures the nation. And then you have enough votes where you can get on stage. And then you start building stuff. That's how anything in life works. But people too quick, they let their ego get in check. They get in place. And they say, well, I want my vote to matter. I mean, if I'm going to, like, leave my apartment, my AC, and then just walk down there, you know, 15 minutes and stand in line, well, then I want to vote for someone who's going to win. It's like it doesn't matter if the person aligns with your views. You just want to vote for someone that wins. And because they check off more boxes than someone else, you don't care about the particulars. And you need to just vote down the party lines. And that is why we're having the issues we have in this country because we have too many people that are in the middle. And then you have the crazies on the left and the right. And everyone's like, what the fuck do we do now? And I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. We'll see. So that being said, let's get the fuck out of here. We've been talk- – I've been talking too long. Uh, I've been picking it up. Patty. I'm I'm, I'm fucking juiced right now. So I'm having a good time and we're going to carry this over to We're going to carry this over to the video game So if you want to join us we're going to be playing some video games tonight uh, on the PlayStation 4 uh, Black Dan, B-L-K-D-A-N is my name. If you want to join us and play, send me a friend request or shoot me a message We'll get you on. If not, thank you for joining us for our 100th episode of Late Night Cypher with Tanks Mini and Stacy Again, If you can't stay up or you miss some of the stuff we talked about tonight, please go on iTunes, go on Spotify, go on Google Podcasts, Late Night Cypher with Tank and Smitty. I'll download this episode. I'll have it up by probably either tomorrow or Saturday so you can cruise on it on the weekend. Listen to it while you're jumping in the pool, while you're doing laundry or washing dishes or having sex with your significant other. We might do that to you guys and get you guys (laughs) excited in that way. I don't know maybe state, maybe for some people they get excited about seeing Stacy on late night cipher I think it's maybe <laughs> that that that, that could be maybe you get excited about, about Thomas you know or, or myself oh, but yeah. but, let, but yeah. let us let us be part of your life in all facets not just when you mow the lawn so I appreciate you guys coming in I appreciate all the people that shared it we love you guys you guys are awesome to come and hang with us and if you have any questions if you want to join the show I think you can add something to it and be a guest let me know, and we'll get you on. With that being said, good night. Have good night. a Bye. good evening. Goodbye. Good night. Good night. Goodbye. Good night. Good evening. Have a good night. Take care. Peace. I'm out.